0: Welcome to Meta Moments, episode 18. This is during the defense setting stage of week three of season 43. Uh, This might be a little bit longer, a lot of interesting stuff to go over. Today, well, my today, many people's, well, many people's today also, but now it's my evening and most people in the U.S. are asleep. Um, There was the reveal of Drogon which means later this week he'll be farmable and probably two weeks, two or three weeks from now, um, Leia will be available. How does that relate to the meta, the PvP meta? This is what the show is all about, by the way. A 24 to 48 hours sort of snapshot of what's going on in the meta. Well, for week three of GAC, it really means nothing. Um, however, I would say Probably a good idea to start hoarding a little bit or be careful about your expenditures unless you're um, focusing on unlocking the characters you need for Leia or getting them to the appropriate relic levels because that's definitely going to affect GAC. Um, probably she will be here if everything goes like normal releases. She'll be available theoretically um, for the second week of season 44. Many people will get her by the third week and even many more will have her by the beginning of the next uh, 3v3 season. So we'll see how that goes from a PvP perspective, mostly it will be TW focused until the beginning of the next 3v3 season. Well, you know, a few hundred people, maybe a thousand will have her during the 5v5 season but not that many. And probably nobody will have her ult during the 5v5 season. Um, Anyway, putting aside the Leia stuff, by the way, she's a tank, just like I thought she would be. Interesting, you're here or there, but cool to see another tank GL. Um, yeah, the whole. Tr- I can't believe how many people are upset with having a new character introduced, or the fact that it's not some other character that they wanted instead, which could be said about any of the characters. People's ability to complain about things that they don't like never ceases to amaze me. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to uh, what you can pay attention to here in the defense phase of this coming week. It was very interesting last week. It seemed like people almost forgot in the first week how good it was to keep their GLs for offense because in week week one, there was quite a few GLs on offense, like the GL on offense, defensive hold rate was quite high. So people were getting good results by placing their GLs on, on defense. But not so much in week two, man. People remembered or looked at the stats after week one um, and figured it out. But GLs in general are getting way less of a hold rate, not only from using GL, Teams to beat them, which is the most common way by far, but little tweaks to existing teams as well. For instance, a good one of those um, is Lord Vader. So, minus the Lord Vader Rita Mall comp, um, which is the best performing GL comp on defense overall, hold wise, um, and still best for that. Is this is okay. or Watt. Plus armor or tank or something like that. It really hasn't changed from week one. Um, for any other Lord Vader comp, as long as it doesn't have the Riva in it, you put in JML, Jetty Knight Cal, and the level six damage reduction Datacron. And I think there was one failure out of, not a huge, like 50, 50 attempts. But just one out of 50 attempts. If you have Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Cal and the Damage Reduction Level 6. Amazing counter to Lord Vader. So if your opponent has that, well, hope that they don't look at GG stats very in very good detail. They don't have the uh, SWGOS.GG Insight, you know, GAC Insight. They don't pay the five bucks or whatever for that, um, or they don't listen to the show i'm hardly the only one talking about this though it's it's around on other discords and stuff like that also by the way for those people who are well nobody's watching but listening and who have been sharing it i guess recently um thank you that's very nice i'm not quite sure exactly what happens but or happened but in the last few episodes the amount of people downloading it or listening have like almost tripled which is pretty cool, hundreds of people. Um, yeah, anyway, pretty nice. Or surprising, I guess, because I haven't really uh, advertised it anywhere. Putting aside Lord Vader, um, another very interesting team. I think, in my mind, probably the most valuable overall defensive team, stats-wise. Qui-Gon Jinn, Jedi Anakin, and ki adi With I am not paying attention to any other stats on either offense or defense. With the level 6, where Jedi gain 20% um, offense whenever they get foresight. If you exclude GLs and exclude Riva. Riva isn't even 100%, but she's very high 90s. If you exclude those two sections of teams, and obviously GLs are a big, big part of it especially in week two with a lot of people keep, keeping their GLs for offense. Um, besides GLs and Riva, the average win rate of any other team and there's hundred, uh, there's thousands of results, the average win I don't think a thousand there's like 800 or something. The average win rate is like less than 50%. Some teams have it a bit better. I think mirrors, doesn't matter that Jin offense team, or Offense Datacron, but Mirrors have it like 70% or something. Um, JKR has like 60, 65, depending on Datacron. Um, Bastilla Lead actually, Bestilla Lead JKR has like 75. You need the Set 9 with her, um, with her uh, Datacron or her Set 9 as well. Um, her Set 9 level 9. That has like 80%, 75, 80%. But other than that, like 50% average win rate of all sorts of excellent teams. Gas has like 20, 30% win rate. I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing team on defense. Holds everywhere at in Division One too. This is not just like lower levels with people using crap uh, relic like levels against them um another fan, well another team actually that does well against that is tarful oh very few results but uh, close to 100 success um yeah tarful is that good and the uh, you know the best tuscan team with chieftain and raider and warrior in the same team on offense they beat quite on gym close to 100 um but those are also both fantastic teams on defense it's crazy. If you look at the top-performing non-JL teams, on defense, we're talking about Tuscans. Wookiees. Tuskens don't even have a Datacron. I mean, not one for them. This is not last season. Wookiees, yeah, they have a Datacron. That's a huge part of why they're good. Um, and Qui-Gon Jin, which is an old team that anybody can get with. All right. The level six is not easy in the new set, but with all the rerolls and what they've done to the Datacron shop, allowing you to get um, set three or level three and level six reroll materials and cash for um, shard shop currency, my goodness, that has really made it wide open for anybody. And you only need rank five or rank three, you need relic three to get the level six, their important Jedi um, level six ability from set 10. Crazy stuff. This is a fascinating meta. What else is interesting? What else is interesting? Um, CLS, Jupio, and the level 6 Wookiee Stun. Fantastic on offense and defense. One of the better teams to beat uh, Tarfool on defense. And some very interesting holds on. or Excuse me. When Tarfool's on defense, you can use CLS, Jupio, and C3. This is the easiest. To beat uh, Tarfool. Teams on defense relatively well. Um, then, if you put CLS, Chupio, I guess C3 is the most common. I've seen it with OG Chewbacca as well. It's quite good. Um, with the Wookiee Stun, level 6, that thing is very, very, very tough to beat. Um, Dash, Hand, Chewy with the Wookiee stun is also pretty good or if Wookiee damage reduction is pretty good. I think the stun's a bit better. Um, yeah, lots of fascinating stuff with the Wookiee level sixes. Um, besides that, the last thing I want to talk about here a little bit, it'll be a few couple, few more minutes we're gonna talk about chips. Leviathan in particular, they haven't made the tweaks yet. As I mentioned before, I really don't think it's gonna happen in this season. And it'll probably be before the beginning of next season. Um, so, Leviathan on defense. Now it's more commonly known if you put Leviathan with Phantom in there, you can do something okay. The main thing is still related to the AI. So, the goal is for Mark Six Interceptor to come out on turn two and to annihilate a ship. Um, it plays all sorts of havoc with the Chimera setups, however, stats wise it's hard to tell because I suspect most people are not playing the Chimera setups correctly, or I think it's actually a combination of these two, or they don't have the appropriate levels. like they're trying their Relic 5 Iden against all R9 Sith Empire fleets or R8, R9 Sith Empire fleets. Uh, your your just high defender might die or they're starting with TIE REAPER instead of SIGHT or something. I mean, they're not using the right comp, or they're not using the right strategy, or they don't have good RELIC levels. Um, And so the Chimera stats are not amazing, but I think the counter is quite good, but it's also affected in a a bit, in a way, um, by the starting lineup more than the reinforcement lineup. So talking purely Leviathan versus Profundity, If you put um, Leviathan starting as Sith Fighter, and then you have Phantom and Mark VI, or you start the TIE dagger, and you have the reinforcements of Sith Fighter and Mark VI, effectively, both of those do the same thing to try and get out Mark vi They will guarantee Mark VI as the second reinforcement Um, they don't necessarily fix the ai where sometimes instead of reinforcing with the second ship um you the leviathan will use another skill i know that's partially related to debuffs and stuff like there's more variables in there and partially related to the debuff issue it can be better to start with um the dagger rather than starting with Sith fighter On one hand it saves your phantom, Um, on the other hand it is not quite as reliable because it's a little bit more RNG related to the debuffs, it sort of goes back and forth. Either way, both of those do a pretty good job. By pretty good the win rate goes from like 97% to like 77% so it drops by 20% um, in preventing the Profundity 3-man. So I'd say either of those setups will stop the Profundity 3 man 20-ish percent of the time. Relic levels will bump that up a little bit. There's no way to see it in the stats to sort by relic levels, but you can look at the results in the details and look at each person's roster and see their relic levels. So it depends on how much work you want to do. Um, obviously, if your Sith uh, ships are higher relic levels, you probably want to put those in. You probably want to put the dagger in as starting rather than Sith um, Fighter, because you get overall more damage if your Fighter is high relic level and the uh, Mark Six is high relic level so yeah something to keep in mind for the whole Sith fleet dynamic again this is probably only going to be important for another week because I strongly suspect something will change in the AI um, before the start of the to five season next season besides that um yeah, it really seems that people are back to keeping their GLs for offense, which is sort of the no... What is a phrase that not many people know? No-brainer. That's an old old phrase. Shows my age a little bit, perhaps. Um, yeah, so I would say keep your GLs for offense. You know, put a couple, few, whatever. The tough ones, Lord Vader, is still a great jail on defense. a few people putting like their trash GLs Jedi Master Luke on defense surprisingly getting some holds I think because people put Malgas or Riva on defense and both of those kill Jedi Master Luke pretty easily Um, anyway not so much interesting stuff going on on the GL side especially with Jedi Knight uh, Cal Kestis around Um, so with that good luck I'm drinking a glass of, a small glass of wine here. That's where I live now. It is the hurricane season or cyclone season. It's cyclones in the Pacific, hurricanes in most other parts of the world. Same weather dynamic, different names depending on where you live. It's in the news, you know, there's a hurricane approaching uh, Guam and one near Japan. There's like seven of them not too far away from where I live here in the Southern Pacific. So we're getting torrential rains and strong winds and everything for the next 24 hours. Fun times, I'm having some wine and about to start a barbecue. So I hope you guys enjoy your preparations for the beginning of uh, week three. Good luck, don't forget to check those stats, and cheers.